original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Catch entertainment, original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, freedom writers. Let it get to you. 
Hello, y'all. Welcome to COCW's Canna Corner. Um, I'm Candace Steyer, your host. Uh, Jay Raymond is the co-host that's doing all the behind-the-scenes work. Big shout-out to him. He's the one that helped me make this possible. Um, also, uh, we want to thank Human Solution International, Coffee uh, Party Radio USA. Um, they also are... Um, helping us make this show possible. So big shout out to them. Um, we're going to start right now. Go ahead and get it started because we're running a little late uh, with Power Chair Pete. He is a uh, former uh, Texas uh, police officer. Uh, hi, Pete. Are you there? I know he's there. We just talked to him. Let's see if we can't get him on the line. Yeah, he's former Texas law enforcement. Pro concealed carry. Pete, are you there? Okay, so why don't we just start with, uh, since they're already on, um, if he if he, he may have dropped off the line or... We'll Hello, go ahead can and... you hear me? There you are. Yay. Hi, Pete. What's up? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing great. Um, got some technical issues going on over here, but we are pretty good at winging it and make it work. <laughs> That's the way it goes. All right. How are you been doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Just a little hot here in Vegas. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're from Vegas, right? You you now get that you're over there in that legal state. Absolutely. <laughs> um you want to tell us a little bit about uh your uh history and um cannabis activism and uh of course your job history and all that? Okay. Um I was uh a deputy sheriff uh, for a while in South Texas, and then I moved over to a police department uh, that was in uh, mid-early 2000s, uh, and now I am uh, fully disabled with MS, and um, I would say my aha moment was um, I was living in, a legal, in an illegal state, um, so the really the cannabis wasn't really a question there's too much of a risk but i went right. i got invited to uh the international cannabis convention in was it boulder colorado uh, colorado springs Pueblo, colorado somewhere around there and um during the uh during the initial stay when i was there the first morning they were doing a an interview with a bunch of veterans uh, and i wasn't a veteran i was the first responder that went ahead and went with them and so while they were doing all their radio and, and interviewing, I went ahead and went to the dispensary with a few of the other uh, the other people. And when I left, it was cold in the morning, and my leg was trembling, and my arm was drawn up kind of in a fist bowled up on my chest. And uh, I said, I'm going to go to the dispensary and just kind of see what things are about. It's kind of new. Right. And uh, went in and... Uh, totally different world. It's a toy the rest of weed, really. And uh, 
I didn't really know a whole lot of it, and I, I, I knew a little bit of it, you know. This was back in 2017, um, and I ended up getting some, some gummies, and I went back, and I stayed all the way back to the, the hotel or motel or whatever they were doing the interviews at, and I went into the lobby and was talking to Alice. She's another former um, Army nurse. And she was asking me how how is the how is the the dispensary and did I find anything and what I like? I reached down and grabbed out of my left side bag on my wheelchair the the bottle of gummies and I opened it and I handed it to her. And I said, "Yeah, these are what I tried." And she said, "Hey, your hands working?" And Heck your leg yeah. Not. And right then it was like, "Hey, I'm on to something." Um, and then it was you know a couple day convention where. We got to listen to Sue Sisley talk and, and a lot of wonderful people. Um, and uh, It was just really eye-opening. And then when I learned that the Health and Human Services Department owned a patent, uh, US 6630507B1, that, right. lists, yeah, that lists THC as a neuroprotectant, that got me really thinking, you know, how come our government, which is we the people, own a patent, which the government can't own a, a patent, that means we own it, because the THC right. is a neuroprotectant. Well, I have a neurological disorder, and I can't, I can't take a neurological protectant without risking a lot. Um, you know, in the state of Texas, where you're at, where my home state is, if I have concentrated cannabis and I'm caught, that's a felony. Uh, that changes yes. your life. Definitely. So, uh, some decisions had to be made, and and uh, I couldn't go back to Texas where I own land and I have a, a history and I've got friends. I've, I'm basically uh, a refugee. Uh, yes. You know, a medical refugee looking for a home and being persecuted by the government that I I used to serve. Right. Right, because, I mean, you're being a vet and uh, serving as a police officer and all that, still, you know, uh, you've got something well, not, that I'm helps a, you. I'm not a vet. I just want to clarify that. I went oh, with I'm sorry. Vet. I thought you said I thought you said that. I'm sorry. No, not a vet. I just, but I either wanna, way, you know, yeah. law enforcement is a very dangerous job, and, uh, you know, that happen to make that choice, your body or – you know, your home that you live in, and that's a horrible decision to ha for anybody to have to make. Right. Well, it, but, it's first that is that I'm, I'm tied up in a child custody case, and so that involves the second state where I was from. You know, I moved closer to be closer to my children after I forced retirement. Then when I'm in that state, that state's also illegal, and the 2017 area finds out Hey, this works, but it's illegal. And then my ex finds out about it, and then can use that against me. Tries to have my ex-wife fired, or my ex-wife tries to have my current wife fired from her job as a teacher, and starts in with the uh, custody hearings. You know, if if you're on this, you can't be around the kids, which brings in a whole other aspect. Um, right. I think so, that's yeah. such bullshit. Because I know you being a cop. I mean, you've seen all those people that get messed up on all those pharmaceuticals and they're allowed to keep their kids 
So it shouldn't be an issue of being a bad parent if you're medicating with cannabis. That's such bullshit. Correct. And, and, you know, like I said, I'm I'm jeopardizing so much. If I, you know, if if I wanted to be on, or, or let's say anybody, person A wanted to be drunk off their, their tail with Jim Beam and they wanted to be on their, their barbiturates or opiates and they had a prescription for it, which is easy to get. Uh, right. You can't can be blasted out of your mind. And as a matter of fact, if you, if you go to the VA and you complain, that's what they'll do. They'll give you opiates. They'll give you more opiates. And the alcohol, is, you know, is cheap and it's on every corner. And you can give your driver's license to do that as much as you want to, to pick up your pills and pick up your alcohol. But as soon as you slide that, License across the counter in a legalized state, you have to, you know, start worrying about whether you're going to give up your choice to be a firearm owner. Um, right. That, right. That's, yeah, that's, that's another that's, issue. Firearms. So there's a lot. There's a lot of. So. Yes, you are 100 percent correct. Um, right now, um, I know Oklahoma's doing really good. Um, with their uh, medical cannabis um, stuff that they're doing, um, but correct. I was te- there this Texas summer. Texas is too far behind. <laughs> now, Oklahoma's making a, a big strides. Um, they're they've got three percent of their population. This summer, I was there. They had three percent of their population applying for medical cannabis cards, which is absolutely unheard of. You know, for something that right. you know the lettuce that's so taboo and so horrible, you got. Three percent of your population as medical cannabis patients. Um, we're we're over the halfway mark. I think the last time I checked, we had thirty-two states that were legalized now. So we're well over the right. tipping point of halfway. Uh, you guys need to jump on, catch up. <laughs> right. Hello. I think she lost connection. Hello? Yeah, I think she lost connection. Okay. She'll be right back. No worries. Call. Hey Pete, are you there? I'm here. Sorry, I went to hang up that phone call and I think it hung up the phone. No worries. Um, I'm going to ask that question again. Um, being a uh, former Texas law enforcement um, and knowing what you know now about how cannabis helps you and your MS and all the different um, uh, issues that it helps with. What would you like to tell your um, buddies in the police department that are working now? Uh, see, that's a, 
it's a really hard line to walk because you've got a lot of officers out there and they and they've got officers officer discretion but when they when they find this cannabis product as long as it's as long as it is illegal in the state, they've got a duty to act. They can't really, I mean, discretion only works so much. If they turn a blind eye and, and there's actually somebody committing a crime in front of them and they tell that person dump that bag of weed out, that could be reconstituted as them allowing somebody to destroy evidence and they could lose their right. career. So this, this is something that's not, you know, you can't really ask the officers not to do anything. They're sworn to uphold the laws of the state of Texas, and that is the right. law of the state of Texas. We, the people, need to change that law. Um, right. You know, alcohol alcohol was illegal in Texas not too long ago, and as a matter of fact, there's still dry states. There's still dry, I'm sorry, not dry states, dry counties within the state. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but if we can't get that kind of prohibition under our belt, we're, you know, we're 70 years behind the curve there because right. we're still fighting the first prohibition. We're on to the second prohibition, guys. Come on. So, yeah, right. know, I've, been in, I've been in Dallas driving around, and it's, it's absolutely ridiculous that you know, um, you can get you can have to drive the next town over to get legalized alcohol, but you can find illegal drugs anywhere you want to. Um you know, as far as, and I'm not even talking about cannabis. I'm talking about your your cocaine and your, right. You know, whatever else you want, it, it's there. All you have to do is know the right people. Um, right. So, and and yeah. the important thing is the cannabis is the one that stays in your system for 30 days. You know, yeah, you've got I know. To, that's that, that's what people don't understand. Um, Cannabis is actually a Schedule One drug, which makes it worse than all the other drugs, according to the law. And uh, you've got coke and meth that only stays in your system like three days. And Correct. so, uh, and then the marijuana that stays up um, thirty days at the least. Sometimes, right. if you're doing wax, it can take longer to get it out of your system. Well, it's also fat soluble, so it hangs out in the fat deposits. And one thing that, the, you know, you've got a lot of fat deposits in your brain. You've got, you know, if, if, if you are a heavy user or if you are a regular user, it's going to be in your, your, your blood a lot longer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you can go get blasted off cocaine and Monday morning comes along and they test you and you're fine. You're good to go. A1 citizen, you know. And even if you get busted with it, that's a schedule two. Schedule one means yeah. no municipal value. No municipal value. Means there is no no use for this. It's only got a high propensity uh, for misuse, and, and, and it has no municipal value. Well, how can that statement and the fact that we, the people, and the same government that says it's a Schedule One, have a have a, uh, a patent on it that says it's a neuroprotectant uh, owned by the Health and Human Services Department, which is owned by we, the people? So, so yes. you've got two things being told from you by one person on two different hands. It's exactly. Yeah. It, it's they're, they're saying one thing and doing another. It's, it's such bull. No, I, I totally agree. Um, man, thank you so much for coming on here. Um, what, what all have you been involved in as far as, uh, activism? I know you said uh, you worked with me a little bit and I, I, uh, I, 
when I first moved to Las Vegas, I sat on the board of directors for Las Vegas Normal. Um, I worked with uh, Missouri Cannabis Consultants and, um, oh gosh, there's a lot that I worked with when I was in Missouri, uh, collecting signatures and helping get the legalization pushed. Um, uh, I, I, sorry, I'm drawing a blank with trying to. No, no, you're good. You're good. I just wanted to cover a little bit of your activism and um, Missouri, I thank, thank you for it. You're very welcome. And one thing I wanted to point out before I kind of wrap this up was the, the the whole open carry versus concealed carry that I, I do I kind of want to put this out into people's mind because it's something they might not think about. Um, concealed carry is a, is a wonderful deterrent. Somebody sees it and just the presence of a firearm is going to keep people in line. However, that's the general population. If you've got some left, some person that's out there in, in left field that, that maybe can't access a gun, but he sees you walking around at the park or at Walmart or something, and if you don't have the presence to always be alert and to keep your gun bladed off and to be aware that you're you're carrying a weapon, that that can be, you can become a target. If you're in right. a situation where somebody's going to need a weapon or they're going to do something violent, you're the first person wearing a gun that they're going to target because you're the threat. And if they right. don't have, and you you're wearing one on your hip. And they're watching you walk around the park and, oh, hey, you keep bending into the cooler and you're lackadaisical about it. Well, that's an easy target. man. You know, as a law enforcement officer, I've had people pull on my gun. If they get your gun, you're going to die by your gun, statistically. Right. And, and we wear stage three holsters where you've got to do three different movements to get it out of there. And if you just grab it and try to tug, that's really not going to work. Um, right, right. But if you've got just a side holster with a thumb brake, that is something easy. And if somebody pushes you off your balance and grabs that gun before you even know what's gone on, they're armed and you're unarmed. So right. you really need to right. consider that that open carry versus concealed carry, because concealed carry you are you've got the adva- you've got the advantage. You've got uh, you know, you're the one that, that nobody sees in the crowd that if somebody starts acting a fool or pulls out a gun or pulls out a knife, you're standing behind the laws in Texas defense of the third person. You can act and, and you don't you're not gonna suffer for it. But if you keep that gun on your hip, now you've taken a an offensive stand and you've made yourself a target. It's just something to keep right. in mind. Yes, definitely. That is uh, I never really thought about that either, but yes, you're right. Yeah, um, I'm for I'm for all guns, concealed carry. Every I don't think anybody should take away our guns, um, absolutely, especially because of the weed. I mean, you got people drinking and taking all kinds of medicine, and and they can still have their guns. So, so it's a big issue to try to say that just because we smoke or medicate with cannabis that we shouldn't be allowed to have one. That's not right. Well, one, another thing to keep in mind is we have the Second Amendment. We have the right to bear arms, which means all we have to do is say no to any new litigation or legislation. They have to take those rights away from us or we have to give them up. So as long as we say no, they can't – they have to pass new legislation to be able to take our guns away, or we have to willingly give them up. Now, when I got my medical card here in, in Nevada, I had to give up my concealed carry. 
But when you, when I weighed out the options, me having a concealed gun in a wheelchair versus me being able to have access to my medication, it's a no-brainer anymore, you know. But right. I'm not on the same page as a lot of people are. And, um, right. You know, so. That's well, one I of totally the, agree with you on that. So that, that's one of the things the NRA has a lot of power with is all they have to do is show up at the White House and, or, or the, you know, at the hearings and just vote no. They have to be a nay, just no. All they have to do is vote no on any new changes because they have to infringe upon those rights. Those are, those are, those are our rights, Second Amendment. And that's something people need to keep in mind. Right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're slowly and surely taking away a lot of our rights, and it's because the way I look at it is – we have gotten kind of lazy and expected the government to start doing everything for us. But the problem with that is that uh, this stuff happens. We start getting our rights taken away, y'all. And the only way to change it is, like you said, get up there, vote. Don't let them take over any more laws that they've already done. Don't let them take our guns away. Tell them we want cannabis legal. Um, I want it recreational right. and medical because I believe either both of them are medical, whether you believe it or not. I believe it's like a vitamin deficiency. Right. Um, definitely need to change all these. The only thing we can do, y'all, is just get up and stand up and stop letting them take more and more of our rights away. Right. And the foot in the door. you got to remember the foot in the door. Uh, once you get medical, recreational follow. Um, you yeah. know, a lot of these states are scared that, you're going to get medical cannabis in here, and then you're going to get people doing crazy stuff and, and doing all kinds of nutso things. And then they see that when cannabis actually comes in there medically, it, it doesn't. Things slow down. Their opiates right. drop. You know, the state gets money to build roads, schools, and, oh, that's not such a bad thing. Right, right. So, and the difference is, you know, if, if, if you get a bunch of people in a room and you feed them a bunch of alcohol, you're going to have people, you know, acting promiscuous and starting in fights and all kinds of things. You get a bunch of people in a room and you give them weed, they're going to sit down and talk about stuff. It's, it's exactly. A whole different... <laughs> so. and, and then when people like um, tell me that, I always think it's funny because they're like, oh, but crime's going to go up and wrecks, car wrecks are going to go up. And I'm like, dude, people are doing it already. They're yeah. just doing it <laughs> illegally. <laughs> it's not going to go up. <laughs> It'll probably get better because then we won't have those people riding around in their cars trying to get away from their grandparents or parents or whoever they're trying to hide it from. Right, because it's so taboo. And you've got – when you go to the dispensaries, I encourage anybody that's listening to go to the dispensary that's close. You guys have them – I think they're popping up in Oklahoma or soon to be Arkansas. I think Arkansas is having a lot of struggles with their license. You guys pay attention to Arkansas and don't do what they did. Um, Okay. But uh, there's 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 a lot popping up and and uh, it's just the, the taboo's got to to decrease. But if you go right. to the sensor, kind of kind of see it all. Yes, break break the stigma about it, the reefer madness that we were taught, and education. That's really the key. I meet so many people who just don't know that that it helps so many people. They just believe what their government told them their whole life. Right. And, and you know, we do have an endocannabinoid system within our body that, that has receptors to uptake TB, THC and CBD. Actually, if you look at breast milk and you look at the, the composition breakdown of breast milk, even somebody that hasn't done 
marijuana, they still have those compounds within their breast milk that they pass to their baby. We have yep. endocannabinoid receptors. Not only us, our pet, you know, um, my cat and my dog drink CBD water. It's something we have here. It helps my cat with her arthritis. It keeps my dogs calm. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's a whole different world. I know a lot world. of people who swear on, on the CBD for their pets, they say it works wonders. Well, if you think about it just as a biomass, you know, this thing, it's called weed for a reason. It used to grow everywhere. So if you've right. got land and you've got this stuff growing, it's a cheap, re- renewable crop that doesn't take a lot of water. You can grow crop after crop every year. You have this uh, incredible amount of biomass, just, just vegetation. And you can feed that off to your cattle, your chicken, your pigs. And then they have those cannabinoid receptors. They uptake that. That passes on within the food chain in your meat and your milk and your food. Yep. Your eggs. This is a part of this that people don't even realize that used to occur. You know, the meat yeah. and the milk used to get from the farmers. They would be feeding their their cattle and their their livestock hemp. Um, right. It was cheap. That's how we got and, it in our system back in the day. That's that that was right. how. Um, I believe all this cancer and everything is because of not having the right nutrition. Nutrition. Basically, that's what that is. It's nutrition, like like uh, calcium, iron deficiency, right. anything like that, it messes with your body and makes it go out of homeostasis, and we need to bring it, it back. We're, we're, we're God's little Petri dish down here, and, you know, when you, when you cut off something that he gave us, and the try to re- then it, it causes other symptoms, and then you try to replace those synthetically so that somebody can make money. That's called greed, and God yes. gave us that promised it to us in the Bible in Genesis 129. He gave us every seed-bearing plant. Last time I checked, marijuana yes. has seeds. Cannabis has seeds. Definitely. God gave us that. He knew yep. it, it was a cure for all this stuff, the, the, can, the shrinking of tumors and the helping with our mental issues. And I mean, he, he, he doesn't make mistakes. So um, saying that it's a bad plant kind of says that God's making a mistake. Well, there's 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 ties back to it. If you do a little bit of research and you and you look back into it, you can find ties for cannabis and cannabinoids in the Bible with the anointing oils. And yes. you know, if if you really do some some research on it, you can find them talking about it and them talking about the some of the stained glass pictures and with the, with the saints and the disciples leaning over with their head kind of down at the table and they look kind of tired. They're not praying; they might just be really high. I mean, if you right. think about if somebody's passing out healing ointments, I'd want to line up for Jesus's, you know? Right. And yeah, I can't so, remember the name of it, but it says cannabis in the Bible. I, it's just a different name, right? Uh, yeah. When you're talking wanna, about the oil, how to make it. Yeah, there there is some 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 loose ties to it. I mean, it doesn't say you know the all of the current lingo but if you go back there and, and you research what some of these things they're talking about it does heavily point towards cannabis yeah right well heck yeah power therapy thank you so much for coming on um you're you, you're, it was so great to pick your brain and talk to you i love getting ex-law enforcement on and talking to them and getting their perspective and um just the fact that you have ms and it's helping you so much uh i've We'll keep fighting, and hopefully you can come back to Texas and visit with your meds one day. Yeah, I I, uh, I hope to. It was 
It was, I made a, I was in Texas this summer for four hours because I had a vape pen with me and I traveled through at night because I realized that uh, felony just wasn't worth stopping at Taco Cabana. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I sailed on through, but uh, that's, that's scary to have to do. You know, I used to wear that, that flag on my sleeve every day. So anyway. Right. All right. Well, thanks for having me on and yeah, keep up the fight and, and uh, keep pushing. It'll happen. Yes, sir. You have a wonderful night. Thanks. And bye-bye. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, next up, we have Helen and Pete Yeppel. I think I'm saying that right. I hope. Yeppel. Yeppel. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right, Candace. Hell, shit calls it in here, you know. Freaking frack. We don't care. All the message comes across the right way. That's the way. That's what yeah. it's all about. How are y'all doing? doing? I know you've been up there with Tanya today, and she's doing yeah, good. I'm driving back. Yeah, I'm actually driving back from Boston, back to New York right now as we talk. And uh, she's. Uh, it's, it was a really historic kind of day, honestly. We were at Boston Medical with Tanya Sanders and and the green nurses and uh, and Sherry Tucker. Sherry Tucker. And uh, it was a day where we were talking to a hospital for which a patient from another state, Ohio, had to go to Massachusetts because the medicines available to her in Ohio aren't what she needs to help with her lupus. So she is, again, a medical refugee that's in Boston, and after speaking to the endocrinologist and explaining uh, her cannabinoidal therapy and why it was so important that she maintained it, they agreed that there was no reason why she couldn't treat with her very own cannabis while in the hospital so that she didn't have to be put into a coma in order to be able to just hydrate and get some nutrition. And that's a huge that benefit. That is a win. Yeah, it's a huge Huge victory. win. Um, the, good, you know, yeah. the thing that the doctor did say, though, and where I kind of get uh, still have a little bit of a problem is where they say, well, absolutely, you can treat with and bring in your own stuff, but we're not going to do anything with that. We're not going to touch that. Again, to me, that's just saying we won't take something that's healthy for you, that we know can't harm you, and we took an oath saying we would do precisely that, yet we won't do that because of, you know, laws and rules that are still written. And the thing that bothers me about that is it's a legal state, supposed legal state, recreational and medical. So why aren't the facilities, just because they're federally, have federal funds coming to them, they can't follow and obey the laws within their state. That's like, I appreciate Pete being on, and I appreciate a lot of the things he said. But the bottom line to this all is, Screw, and I will say this, and I could care less who cares about it. Fucking screw medical cards. It's a violation of your HIPAA rights. You shouldn't have to identify yourself as a cannabis user. Why should you? Pill users don't have to. Diabetics don't have to. No one else with a condition has to identify themselves and then be paid for the right to use and then again be ostracized and not be able to use properly. Because everybody right. should be able to grow in their house. Everybody should be able to process this plant the way they want to. Everybody should be able to throw the plant in the air if they feel like it. It doesn't matter, folks. It's a plant. And a plant that yep. cannot, will not, or ever will harm you. So, you 
you know, cards are bullshit and bogus. I don't care if it shows population use, usage. Listen, the population's using it anyway. Free the goddamn right. plant. Let's get people out of jail that are in jail for this plant that do not belong there, that are spending and wasting their time. Forget laws about, oh, handguns and this, that, and the other thing. We talk about our amendments. Please, stomp the pond, diluted. That's right. Taking away from us things we have, man. The government runs us, owns us, and like Candace said earlier, it's because we've all gotten lazy. We want them to do a course. We want our doctors to do a course. We don't want to take control or responsibility for our own damn selves. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the bottom line. It's all of us that, that are letting it happen. Like, we have a right to stand up and say, no, we don't want that. But that's people that's are just like, oh, no. To, that's right. It's time to wake up. We have we have a, a judicial system that doesn't want to take responsibility. A medical system doesn't want to take responsibility. We have politicians that don't want to take responsibility. Nobody wants to take responsibility for the mess that we're all in, but we're here picking up the goddamn pieces. And we're like a fucking mess right. in the park. That's right. That everybody just laid debris on Mother Nature and said, fuck you, I'm out. I'm not taking responsibility to pick up or clean up. And, and we're doing that. That's what we're doing. Pete and I going around the United States cleaning up this goddamn mess. And, and, and oh, yeah. change it. It's got to stop. People need to start waking up and, and stop making excuses and just start changing. And get up and walk like we're gonna in June of 2020. Every damn last one of us. We all have to do it. We have to let them know we aren't gonna put up with this no more. We're tired of it. We have to re-inject common sense into our everyday That's thoughts. That's right. He was saying, oh, we got 6630705. We the people own a patent. No, we the people own 19 patents. Get it straight. That's right. We own patents That's not right. only about the Compound. We own we own patents on 50% less heart of, of of stroke impairments because of cannabis use. 66 right. heart infarctions being cured or reversed. So let's not think and get this convoluted that we have one out there. There are 19 patents, and then again right. that it doesn't have clinical value. Please, man, put the common sense back in. Spit out the hypocrisy. Let's not listen to the garbage no more. Let's remind them that they work for us, mm-hmm. and let's not elect these idiots that have been office right. since the 70s and 80s. Let's take Amen. our country back and stop accepting the unacceptable behavior that's, that's going on. This governmental way of life is killing each and every one of us slowly, and it's torture. Exactly. This isn't a quick death. This is torturous, and we're all, yes. this is what we do every single day. Pete and I are driving through this freaking country seeing one patient after uh, another. And that's, and that, listen, one that's after another. If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Yeah, but, but my, the point is this has to stop. We all need to get a little pissed off, a lot pissed I off. I agree. We need to stop accepting the crumbs and prohibition. There is no regulation. There is no no, uh, uh, decriminalization. No. You know what? When people talk about, listen, we need regulations and stuff so that we know we got clean weed. Well, hold on a second. Oh, if the if, if cannabis prohibition is ended, I'm going to grow my own weed. That's I right. know what's in You my want clean weed? Get rid of Miracle Grow. Get rid of my Throw all that shit in it. Nobody still died from the goddamn thing. Agreed. It's still cleaner than any goddamn thing they put in a pill and put in your body. Right. So yep. don't be afraid of weed, no matter how it's grown. And you want to know what?
about, is there better weed out there than others? Yes. But the only way to solve it all is just to let you grow your own, like you grow your own tomato and eat that sandwich Amen. in the goddamn afternoon. Amen. Yes, right. That's right. I, I totally agree. Seattle after listening to a lot of Seattle Hemp Fest this weekend, and, and then we had the 20 for 20 activists, that was excellent. It was a, you know, that was a fantastic show of solidarity amongst us guys, all coming together, no matter what we fought for, men and women. We all came together, did our broadcast, voiced our opinions on the plant, voiced our opinions on freeing prisoners, sat back and listened to the heart-wrenching stories of people that have yet people shot and killed on their properties just for having plants on their property, and now they're gone. People that are sitting in jail for life without the possibility of parole. People that are sitting in jail for one second for this plant. It is time we end this. It's time we all come together, and it's time we do this, guys. Now is the exactly. time. Exactly. This is a great time to talk about this walk for change. Absolutely, absolutely. What can we do to change it, Pete and Helen? Yeah, listen, we we, ha- we know what we want changed, and we know that the people we talk to, we know what they want changed. But, folks, you have to let us know. If you are a part of a special interest group, if you lead an organization, we want to know why freeing this plant is important to you. What message do you want us to bring to the White House steps with your name attached to it, not our credit. We aren't anybody. We're you and you are us. We are all one people, people. We say one love. Let's drop why we fight. They don't care if you yes. fight for prisoners' rights, children's rights, the right to just smoke weed. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we all want the plant free, and we all have to work together because each individual group will get smacked aside. But if we yes. stand at one, we cannot be defeated. That's right. We have to unite. We have to stop this. We're not going to agree with everybody. Just We can agree on this, though. We can agree that this plant needs to be free. Absolutely. We, Absolutely. Can, we can all agree that we have an endocannabinoid system. We can all agree that we suffer from oxidative stress. We can all agree that it is cannabinoids that engulf those oxygen-free radicals that promote sickness and accelerate aging. We can all agree on that, right? Yes. And it remains a no-fucking-brainer after that. Right, right. After right. that, like, if, if we, if, again... If we have a system, and if you're a living mammal, any living mammal, and if you have a system, the largest regulatory signaling system in your body that states it's an endogenous cannabinoid system, how can we as even medical, in the medical community, how can we accept them not recognizing it, embracing right. it, and making it the center of how they Stay treat ready. patients? Yeah. Yeah, they're undereducated, and that's sad. They need to be made to go and learn about that endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. They, they never learn about it. Right, but Candace, you know as well as I, I do. If you've got money or you're a doctor or you're a person of power, it doesn't matter if it's legal. It doesn't matter if you believe it. If it'll work, you're going to get it. You will get it. You'll be able to obtain it, and you won't have any trouble across the board. It's just normal right. people like Tanya that have to uproot her life. Yeah. She yeah. has to move completely to another state. Her husband's home, taking care of her kids, running them around. I mean, you should have heard all that was going on. And this poor girl's got to go 
somewhere where, I mean, God, don't get me wrong, she's loved where she is. There's people there that care about her. She's not home with her family, man. This ain't her right. house. You know, you got Pete in, in Vegas now, man. Maybe he's liking it. But he wants to be home in Texas. Yep. You know, you know, God bless me and Helen. I will tell you and I will tell anybody that ever listens to me. No matter where I want, I own me and I own my body. I own the rights to my body. I will put in my body whatever I choose to put in my body. I don't care who tells me what, whether it's good for me, bad for me, legal, not legal. I don't care. If I believe Amen. it's good for me, it's my body. I'll do it. And I don't give a shit where I stand on this God-given planet. I'll do it till the day I die. Right. Yep, my body, my choice. Amen to that. It. You got it. Definitely. Y'all, y'all are the New York chapter of Human Solution International, right? That's solidarity over separation. That's what we are, the New York chapter here, yes. And also uh, the owners and hosts of Canet We Talk 420.org, right? That's right. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're a, we're a brand and all. We we've got a media service, a radio show, TV show. We have a cannabinoid, uh, opiate addiction and intervention uh, business. We have a uh, we have a, uh, a cannabis you know a CBD store, a retail online CBD store. You know we do it all in this community. There, there, because everybody needs to do it all in this community. We need to we need to stop this. We need to let them know we're going to do this anyway. This is the way we feel good. This is how we feel good, and we're doing it with something that was placed upon this planet for us to use. And like you said earlier, Candace, if God made a mistake, then he can't be a God. So you've been exactly. watching something that shouldn't have been this right. whole time. That's so right. if you want to eat your own words and you don't want to be a hypocrite like most people are in religion anyway, because it's a lot of it's man said, but, but, right. but if you want to believe what you say you believe in and written in a book that you believe is your, you know, your guidance to eternal peace and happiness is the only way you're going to get there, you cannot say the man, the, the God you follow is a God if he made a mistake. And he didn't make a mistake. Right. He put this plant on this earth for us to use. You want to talk about the tree of life? Let's talk about cannabis. Yeah. Exactly. The tree of life. Exactly. Man. And I, I want y'all to let me know about this walk, though. This walk across, walk for change. <laughs> it's the walk. Yeah. Where it, it's, the walk. Like, it's just the walk. And we all have a name okay. right yeah. now.
October. I am I'm going to be at an event for four days. But then from there on, yeah. if you guys want us in your area, please, man, get together a little rally. We don't care if it's 30, 50, 20 people. Get it together. Show your interest in wanting to free this plant for your own particular use, for your right to do with it as you please to do with it, to regain and recapture, to refocus and understand that we have ten first and first ten amendments of our Constitution, our, our basic rights, they're either being diluted, taken from us, to where it's no longer we the people, it's us the government, and we have to remind those that are in charge who they work for. We can't right. let people come every four years, change the promises in which they make to us that fit what we're asking for, and then get into office, forget those promises, and go yep. right back to their agenda. We have right. to stop folks. So right. let's take a look at around us at what's going on. Let's make the real changes we want to see in the world. So that means you have to live them as well, folks. You can't just say, I want change and not live them. That's right. If you want to live a yes. kind of lifestyle of sorts, then stop taking your pills in some way, shape, or form with the help of your doctor. Wean off them. Get yourself on a cannabinoidal regimen and start to heal yourself. Amen. Yes. Well, thank you all so much for everything you're doing. I know you all are on your way back from a trip to go um, seeing uh, oh. I had a brain fart. What was name? Tanya. Tanya. Tanya yeah. We love her, man. She's a, a great warrior, and I know that y'all are on y'all's way. Thank you for taking the time on your drive to talk to us. Uh, anytime. Sure, that, anytime. That's what we do, you know, every moment that we possibly can. We try to get the word out there. We try to tell everybody, listen, just have some faith and have some balls. Stand up for yourself. Yep. Get up. Stand up. So we say, Texas is ready. The world is ready, y'all. It's time to end this. Um, it's it's a bunch of bull. It sure is. Thanks again, honey, for having us on. Thanks. Yes, sir. You have a great day, both of y'all. You too. Bye-bye. Bye now. Heck, yeah. Thank y'all, Peter and Helen, for coming on. Thank you, Power Chair Pete, for coming on. Um, y'all all rock. If anybody wants to come on the show, if y'all hit me up, um, we're always looking for people. I'm not sure if we're changing the one Monday because uh, we got TFS coming up, y'all. Oops, I just moved my calendar. Um, and that falls on when we're coming home. So we might not do one then, but we might have a live one from TFS. So we'll we'll see. I'll let y'all know. Um Go ahead and uh, finish up with uh, Canifest. Like I was saying earlier, we have bunches of musicians coming out. We got guest speakers. We got uh, me, Zach Miller, Karen Reeves, Tamika Nolan from Can I Work, Richard, uh, Garrett Mullins, 420 Minister, um, Loretta Buster with COCW. Um, the vendors we have are Staff Box. Texas Remedy Hemp, Waffle Dropping, Zuby Trap Goodies, Deals Full Spectrum Hemp Oil, Zillis, sorry, Pink Zebra, Stellar Effects Wellness, Live Art Productions, and Chats Real Estate Barbecue. Um, man, it is just going to be an amazing event. We're coming out. We're having some fun. It's going to be a family event, Labor Day weekend, out on the beach. 
um, educating the public on cannabis and its medical benefits and benefits all the way around. Um, so if you are in the Crystal Beach area, Labor Day weekend, uh, August 31st, September 1st, y'all come on out and see us. Um, if you can make it out there, we're just going to have a blast. And uh, also, we have a walk coming up in Plano on the 24th. And we're going to be out there over there by Stash Box. Um, Taryn is our new uh, organizer out there. She's been kicking ass, y'all. So we're, I'm going to get to go finally meet her. We're going to be over there doing that walk on the 24th. Um, also, we have another Arlington walk coming up on the 7th, I believe. And I believe on the 24th is also a new Bronzeville at Bucky's. So if y'all go to the page, Cannabis Open Carry Walks, and look on the events, um, it'll show all our upcoming events. Um, keep track of that because there's new ones being added daily. Um, if y'all want to get involved in your area, if you notice that there's not been a walk in your area and you want there to be, uh, hit us up. Get some friends together. We'll help you advertise your walk um, and get out there and educate the people on the street, y'all, because like Peter and Helen were saying, we've got to be done with asking. We've got to be done with all these baby steps. Um, it's time for us to hit the streets and not take no for an answer. Um, we, this, is a, this is our right. It's healing. Um, it's time that they free our weed, right? So, yeah, I love all y'all. I'm going to go ahead and get off here. It's 9 o'clock now, and I will talk at y'all later. Peace.